Okay, in a week from tonight, uh, we will already be in our second Seder. Uh, actually, there will be a speech going on, and we will be rapidly approaching Myriv, which means that in less than six days, uh, we're going to be heading up for our first Seder. Um, and, you know, I, I always use the metaphor of a wedding. And, you know, you can get to that wedding night, it's either you're ready for the wedding, either the flowers are there, the chuppah's there, you got the ring, or, you're not, or it's not there. And uh, Pesach's the same thing. I, it, there's so much of Pesach that, that demands advanced preparation. It's remarkable. Even, even the Isra Chametz, Chazal, the Pesach is ma, the Torah is Machmer already from uh, in the midday, because that's when you have to orbit the Korban Pesach, albeit it's not as Chamer. So if ready for the midday, you can't have, you cannot have um, chametz, and the rabbis even mock more because you have to be so far away. We, we mentioned last week because of the Yitzhahara, I embellished some part of that uh, on Shabbos, uh, but that's just one area. The Seder, if you're not, if you, if you don't prepare for the Seder ahead of time, uh, you're not going to have a Seder, or it will be a haphazard Seder. And for ourselves, if the more prepared we are mentally, uh, hashkafically, the more we will gain and glean. And as mentioned on Shabbos and last Tuesday night, there's a lot to gain. So, again, I'm calling this Pesach Patpuri. Just a couple ideas. There's so much to do. Um, you know, when I do both morning and night halachas, it's telling you there's a lot to do. Um, but it's it's a good preparation, and it, it will make us a little more right. So pick another piece of Dessler. So, of course, last week we discussed that... that, that the, the Lil Pesach, the night of the Seder, is a night like no other. It's where we, we could have personal redemption. In fact, we mentioned Mitzrayim, which is Mitzrayim, which is constricted, and how uh, all of us in life somewhat sell ourselves short. Uh, we, we, we are still slaves at some level, and the night of Pesach, uh, we can break through and truly become free, and the way we do that is by leaving the Chametz aside. That's what we spoke last week. So, and another piece, Rav Dasha says as follows. It's about Geulos Mitzrayim, the redemption from Egypt, and the future redemption. He says, V'yar Shemeskis Orkito, V'yavdo ben Hashem ben Or ben Achoshech. So on the, uh, Hashem saw that the light was good, and he, dis- he discerned between the light and the po- uh, and uh, and dark. So we Pasuk Zeph, from this verse, from this Pasuk in Bereshus, Lamdu uh, Chazal, our sages teach us, God saw the light of the seven days. She'enu kedai, this primal light, this original light. God was worried about that the wicked people would gain from this light; they would abuse this light. The wicked people abuse the most holy things as it is today. Think of the holiest things, and very often they abuse it. So, this is right in the beginning, one of the first Rosh in the Torah. God then took this primal light and stored it for the righteous for the world to come. Vyesh Lishal says of Dessler, we should ask, if that's the case, Lama borrow Kadeleganza, why did God create this primal light? If this primal light was going to be stored for the future, why create it in the beginning? Ela this. 
that the fact that this light was in the world, even for even momentarily, which means on what day was the light in the dark created? First. Huh? Sorry. Right? It's the first day in Yom Aleph. So the fact that on the first day of creation, this light was in the world, it's easier to accomplish it. Something that was already experienced, something that was already in the world, is a lot easier to accomplish. For who? For anyone. So it means it's chazara as, a piece, as opposed to creating it for the first time. A lot, a lot easier to get to for you and I, not for God. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, for, for people, yeah. That's for human beings, yeah, not okay. for. Yeah. Is it Organus? It's the Oraganus, yes, exactly, the Oraganus. That's, that's how. One of the phraseologies that our sages use is Orhaganus, that or that was Ganus, was put into Geniza. Good. So he says, for example, another similar concept to this is Chematzinu. We know that uh, Kabbalistically we're taught before a Jewish child comes to the world, he's able to see from one side of the world to another side of the world. His soul is so illuminated at that point. And this Jewish child, every Jewish child, even the Jewish child who's born in Santa Cruz, right, with hippie parents and no idea of Judaism, that child is taught kol ha-tarakula. It's taught all of Torah. Every child of al-shorchech ha-kol, because you know that if he gets, he says the, the Zerah says an angel kisses him above the lip. Right here. Some people say that's why you get this little indentation. Uh, and the angel kisses him above the lip and he forgets all the Torah he, he was taught. Why? So if you're going to forget all the Torah, if a baby is brought into this world without any learning any Torah, why teach him in the first place? And what the Zara says is that once you've been taught it by the angel, you can easily reacquire it. it. Means you can you could you can get to that point again. Vechenu bechol isru'ura de le'ela. There's a there's a kabbalistic concept called things that come from above, right? Things that come from above isru'ura de le'ela. Learning Tanya's probably does right. Uh, uh, heavenly inspiration, right? Heavenly flow. Shebetchila mi'irin la'adam. At first, we see tremendous light from above. And afterwards, it's taken away from them in order to, uh, you should work there to achieve that. Okay? So you have a tremendous light and it's taken away and you work to achieve it. But the fact that you saw the light allows you to get there again. Says of Dessler, Can Haya be at Sisatsayim? If you were in Egypt, there were open miracles. Right? Well, part of the Haggadah is to talk about how. Now, we the problem is we're used to this. If you if you would imagine any of these ten miracles happening today, mind boggling, right? Blood, all the origins of blood, frogs, and, and the sages elaborate. And as a result of these miracles, right, the Jewish people left with an upheld. Uh, in power, it was it was just the most afflicted. We were, we were slaves for uh, for two hundred and ten, close, yeah. and in particular eighty years were harsh servitude. Right, we were, you know, the bums. We were, you know, you, you, if you wanted to, you know, Nazi Germany was how many years? 
Thirty-three to forty-five. What? Thirty-three to forty-five. For twelve years, right? Twelve years. I mean, for parts of Europe, they only had six years or, or less. You know, because that's when the war started. Certainly in Germany, it was for twelve years. Uh, so I mean, that was twelve years. Can you imagine had they been successful and they they won? You know, how they they talked about Jews, how they denigrated Jews, and now you know. Hitler had to let go of the Jews. You know, you know, and Himmler, they're watching the Jews, giving them all their gold and silver. You know, not Germany happened to have a little bit of a different agenda. They didn't use the Jews, but they had the same, just changed their, their modus operandi instead of genocide to, you know, enslaving and, you know, debasing them. I mean, they used them. Of course, they used them. No, but their ultimate goal was genocide. Alright. So it's, it's a little, it's not a perfect parallel. Right, but the point is that the hatred is, is, is very similar. Um, so, it, they, they left the and then all of a sudden they left Egypt. They didn't go straight to Matantar. What happens then? They went to Count Sphira. They had to work on themselves. How many days of Sphira? For 50 days. They didn't just... They didn't walk out. They could have, you know, crossed the Red Sea. They had such a high spiritual level. What do we say? That the, the maid servant at the sea had prophecy like who? No. Like Yechezkel and Buz, like Ezekiel. The simplest Jew at the Red Sea was merited such high level. So why not walk out? The Mitzvah were dead. Why wait for 50 days? Right, you're there. What, what was the point of waiting? The whole point of the Jewish people, Hashem says in the beginning, I'm going to take you out so you can get the Torah. Rashi brings it down right away. So why not give the Torah immediately? What was the point of waiting? Right? What was the point of waiting? Says of Desla to count Sphira, so that they should earn it, it's through Usa the Latata, that we should work our way up to Matan Torah. Rodas in a few places says this, that whenever you have a spiritual gift, you know, by the way, Bali Chuba has this all the time. Balchula, they hear a lecture, at, they have a moment of inspiration, and you see, then, then it comes to hard work. You know, FFBs, from your whole life, you gotta, you know, Balchula also they get inspired, and then then it comes, and also some people go down, right? You ever see this, by the way? And then they go down, you know, why? Because in the beginning, they have a lot, some, because their great 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 grandfather, someone in Ukraine, prayed for them. So they, ha- they went to this great lecture, they met this great thing, and they had their inspired, and then, real life it's In real life, it takes, to, it takes a lot of work. <laughs> it's not just uh, some lightning bolt from the sky, it's real work. It's, you know, hard days, and difficulties, and waiting for prayers to be answered, and cha- talent tests, and parents who challenge you, and relatives who make fun of you, and, and, and bosses who say, why are you doing this? You know, and, and, and giving up kosher food, Giving up non-kosher food when you're in business meeting. It, it takes real work. I mean, that's 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 is to You gotta you gotta you can't just be when you know you get the spiritual high because you you, were, you went to Israel and went this and then you're excited and you you know you know I've I've been fortunate for decades to be around Malachi uh, and it's and I've been I, I you know I, I look at myself uh, and all of, anyone who should be Malachi but I can tell you that I've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you know, at the end of the day, there, it happens to everyone. It's like there's a certain point where they like it gets hard, and and many people. If you if you go to yeshiva, it's more grounded, that's for sure. But everyone's child tested and challenged, and then it's not no longer a gift anymore. It's no longer 
then it's hard work. And then people get lost afterwards because, you know, they're inspired, inspired, inspired. And after inspiration is hard work. Like, I've said this before, but Tats says very often, he can give a class about spirituality, about relationships, about parenting. And then he'll give a class about Shabbos, halachas of Shabbos, or halachas kashras, and he gets a tenth of the crowd. People want spirituality, but day in, day out living is a lot more challenging, right? It's a lot more challenging. It's a lot more nitty gritty. And, and, and real life is nitty gritty. Like, you know, raising kids, think of that moment the baby's born. Like, there is no moment like that. There is no moment. You, you know, if you're in the room when a baby's born, it's like, you know, the beginning of life. It's so awesome. But you know what happens after that? Life. <laughs> the kids are not wind-up toys. You know, like, you know, I, I can't tell you how often I have parents coming to me, you know, their children, and really, some of it's just, it's, it's like, la-la land. Like, they imagine their kids are wind-up toys. Like, they're not listening to me. I say, hello? <laughs> that's what call it. That's what parenting is. I mean, kids, I think, you know, you know, marriage also is the same thing. They're starry-eyed. When people go into my office, like, starry-eyed, like, oh, oh. Right? That's good at some level, but then you have to realize that that starry-eyedness is going to give way to your spouse being sick and, and having a mere coffee and difficulties, and that's real marriage, real marriage, and that the relationship, by the way, gets much deeper than that original aura of excitement. By the way, when you realize after a while being married, like, when you got married, you barely knew the person, right? Like, like you, know, you know the person so much more, but there's a certain beginning, which is starry-eyed, and that, or in the case of cross it was, was God's giving you uh, a, a divine revelation. And then it comes to hard work. Amru, by the giving of the Torah, we say, Sha'amdu Sham, at Sinai, Nishamas kol Yisrael shebechol haderes. All of the souls of all generations. We were all at Sinai. Oh, Dad, you were at Sinai. You knew that, by the way, right? Yeah, I've been there. And I'm not, you don't know where you were at Sinai. Not the, not, you were in the Sinai Peninsula. You were by El Arish. I've been in, or no, also in the mountains. Yeah, they don't know if it's really Sinai. They assume it is. It's a tourist, it's a tourist location. I've been there. Uh, no, I'm sure. 73. You were in 73? By yeah. Arik? With Arik Sharon? Yeah. I, prepare, I protect them. Well, it was Sharm el Sheikh, is it? Sharm el It's not, it's further it's south. Further south. Yeah. The real fighting was was around El Arish. Kavashri Asini. Yeah. Yeah, my friend been wandering there. I saw all the stuff. He saw it all. Okay, so by Sinai, every Jewish soul was there. See, even though we we're all at Sinai, listen to this: all of us, our souls were at Sinai, just like all of us on Torah before thing. But we have to re- we have to renew it and accept it from fresh. Why was it important that our souls were there? It's part of it is that we should be able to connect to the Torah. But, right, we should be able to connect to the Torah. When a Bialka, the Medrash says, Vachaltem also bichipazan, you should eat the matzah, uh, you eat the matzah bichipazan. Abacharan oimer mishumer bi alazer, zer chipazan lishchina. It was with the quickness of the, the, the divine presence. Avabishim raila davar, zechadar shemer koldeni zeba, medal galaharim. It happened very quickly. God, the whole revelation happened very quickly. Like, you know, so I go back to about you. I'm telling you this what happens. Like, some people, it takes a long time, but sometimes you need to buy tshuva. 
It's like they became religious overnight. It's like bam. You know, they were in Israel, they were the reformed Jew, or they were backpacking, and it's like next thing they know, they're like, you know, you know, they're in Yeshiva. You know? Like two weeks ago the guy was dating a non Jewish girl and now he's in Asia Torah. It's like right I, I, you know, it's like, woo And how did that happen? He he remembered his great grandfather, he was at the class and he heard some lecture and something changed it, something clicks right very quickly. Very quickly. Jewish people are slaves, they cross the Red Sea and there's all this they were in the, we're in the 49th level of Tumba when we lived Mitzrayim. We, we spoke about it last week. Uh, they, they could, we, we were at, at, at such danger of being lost permanently. And all of a sudden, bam. Um, what does it mean? How do you go so quickly, so so fast? Right? You know, you, 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 uh, it's how do you have such a, uh, a transformative change so quickly? That's what we call Isra'usa Dela'ela. That's Chipazana Shkina, the quickness. The grabbing of the Shekinah, Shemir Karish God, when we left Egypt, sped up the process. Legalis Yisrael, Koydim Shagila, Dargazu, Bavodas, Atzim. They were ready. These are, you know, if, if, I'm, I'm mentioning Bali Shuva today. I'm going to give an example. You, when you see a guy two weeks ago, you know, let's take an Israeli case. The guy has a ponytail and two earrings, like, you know, like Nimrod or, or, or Ehud. Or guy, I mean, every, every tenth is really guy, guy, and he's living in Cholon, right? And, and every Saturday he's on the beach, and every and, and every other and when he's not on the beach he's playing kadurregal soccer, and watching kadurregal, right? You, heard, you messaged people before? No, never. Right? Never. So and, and, and I heard and, about him. You heard about him. Mm-hmm. So and two weeks later he's learning in Or Sameach. He goes to an Arachim class. Goes to an Arachim class. Uh, you know Arachim is or dead? Values? No, Arachim, there's like, it's a... Uh, Hitabrut. They're, they're outreach, Jewish outreach. They're, they're, they're pretty successful. Very them successful. and Hitabrut. What? Both them Arachim and Hitabrut. Yossi Wallace. So he goes to a class. This is, this is Guy. Guy was living in Cholon, right? Or even better, he's living in Ramat Aviv. Right? Much and, better. And, uh, Much better. Much better. <laughs> upper class, right? And now, two weeks later, he went. He goes to a a a, 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 a class, and he enrolls himself in Or Sameach. I want you to know one thing. I don't care how much he's proved of God. That quick of a change, and he cuts his ponytail, takes off his earrings, puts on a on a kippah, puts on tzitzit, puts on tefillin. You know what that kind of change is within two weeks? I mean, it's bipolar. It's 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 it, it could be, but it's all it's usually these people are mentally sane, and, and time time shows it. But it's 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 it, 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 you you know what, Harvey, you're right at some level. If I see normal people, imagine I just to make it easy because we're used to Balchuva today. Imagine tomorrow, imagine tomorrow. What's her name? Um, Nancy Pelosi. Okay, Nancy Pelosi comes into the. The, the 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 House representatives and she's listening to Paul Ryan, and she gets convinced, and a week later she joins the Freedom Caucus. You know the Freedom Caucus is, you know she joins the Freedom Caucus. Chuck Schumer, he listens to Ted Cruz, right? And uh, in a week and a day and it goes by and not only is he going to vote for Gorsuch, he wants to lower the tax rate. 
He wants, it changes his whole thing. I mean, we will look at it, you know, it doesn't make sense. I mean, the guy is so ideologically bent in somewhere. And that's, a, changing views, by the way, is much easier than changing lifestyle. Much easier than change. It's, it's much, and even that we look at it, it's crazy. People, how, how do you change so radically? It's not work. What? It's not work. Wait, change this by changing views is much easier. Um, uh, but, you know, you know, at the end of the day, you know, all of a sudden, Bernie, cousin Bernie, you know, he's sitting there, he gets to hear the lecture, and now he becomes a Tea Party member, you know, and pro-Israel for a change, right? Oh, he right? Bernie's pro-settlement. This is really? uh, hypothetical. Hypothetical, not oh. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Senior shot. Wakes me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. We, we're used to Bali Chuva. When you really think about it, and this, and this was the ultimate. It was so quick, so fast. They went from ponytails to hats and pace. Not only hats and pace, you know, wherever yarmulke, I really don't care. You know, take your pick, pick your, take your pick your yarmulke. They were high spiritual levels. They were machmir legamre. They were super, super Jews. They, they were bums, you know, living in Egypt on the low level, and all of a sudden, these pious rabbis, every single one of them, right? That doesn't happen normally. Right? Like they cross the red, they all of a sudden, there is all these righteous Jews. They're having divine prophecy. They're like Ezekiel. You know, you know what was? Yechatzka was a holy Jew. He was a Jew who worked on himself for years. Of the, you know, actually, the Gemara talks about how Yechatzka, how carefree he was with Kashrus, abnormally careable about Kashrus for, for days, for years of his life. And, and he worked on his prayer. For, that's how he became a prophet, Yechatzka. He didn't just come, you know, the guy took the guy takes his ponytail off, takes off the earrings, puts on a shirt, puts on a yarmulke, all of a sudden he's a prophet? You know, that that doesn't happen. So that's what you call that that even that ability is Rusa Dilaila. That's Khipaza Shina, Kajbarku because again the 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 main redemption was spiritual. Avalyalkut um teaches us that in the future it won't be like this. The way we're gonna get the future redemption it's going to be by our choices. Right? We already have the Torah. Then they didn't have the Torah. So it had to be from all from above. But today, it's going to be uh, uh, by our choices. But even in Egypt, now he says, Even when we, before we left Egypt, even though we had this tremendous divine inspiration, when we left Egypt, really the Seder night, we talk about all the miracles that God gave us, the night of Passover, when he jumped over the house, I mean, literally God, and we crossed the Red Sea, we had, we, we had this tremendous divine uh, inspiration for change. And we were able to change. Things which, which are typically difficult, typically very hard to do, we're able to change. Um, uh, could you imagine yourself being an oral surgeon? No. Harvey, could you, be, could you work for Google and high tech? Depends on what they Could you do software engineering? Not at the present time. No, right. So what if I told you tomorrow you couldn't, tomorrow you could be an oral surgeon? Think I'm crazy. I could train. Well, you could train. I could train. Yeah, train I I don't, let, don't put an external line over after one night. Without a shame, you can do everything. Uh, so you know what Dad said? With God's help, you do everything. That's true. With God's help. They went from like, they were trained within like a small period of time to change their lives, to be able to do anything. As Dad just said, Ezrat Hashem. They had it. So how would it, what, what do they have to do to merit this Esra'usa de Leila? Shinstavo Korn Pesach. They still had to do something to earn it. It couldn't, it wasn't a complete freebie. They were commanded to Korn Pesach. Va'inyanhu. Why Korn Pesach? 
Kitumas Galas Mitzrayim Haisa Chazaka Vamukim. Remember that when they were in Mitzrayim, they were, as we mentioned last week, they were on a very low spiritual level. Kumavur B'Mamra Kodim V'Aru Anu B'Hagada, right? And we say in the Haggadah, which is a quote from the Medrash, from the Mechilta, Va'avarti Be'eretz Mitzrayim Ani V'Lomalach, right? The God, that night of Passover, went through Egypt. God himself, usually most thing God sends Malachim to do. Right? By, who are ruled by God. But that night Hashem went. Umuva B'Zayar HaKadosh, the Zayar brings down, Therefore, listen to this. This is like, again, this is way beyond the conversation tonight. That even a Malach going into Mitzrayim would have been spiritually affected. Now we see this idea of Malachim being spiritually affected in the time of, of the, the generation of the Mabal. That they, the, 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 the Niflim, they fell down. Right, the Niflim, they fell down. They were spiritual. Again, how that, what that, how that makes sense is not for right now. But suffice it to say, Mitzrayim was like the generation of the Deluge. It was so contaminated, so spiritually mur- murky, that even an angel would have got affected. Uh, uh, what, does that, what does that mean? Okay. So says our Dasar, I've been in the Shari Kavar Bar, he's already explained this. She's Kama in another place, which is not now, Dargus Bav Khanasma or Sa'ilam. There are many ways to view the world. Yeshamavhu Olam Kirhagunak. There's some people who view the world as everything is nature. You meet such Jews. Everything is explained away and rationalized. We're rational people. There's no God, there's no spirituality, it's a bunch of myths, hocus pocus, right? Everything, you know, the Richard Dawkins Club. Right? Everyone heard of Richard Dawkins? You didn't hear Richard Dawkins? Hmm. British guy. British. Hitchens, you heard of? You're good, you're not learning all the from. So <laughs> Dawkins is a famous, he, uh, he's actually a chemist, uh, but he's a famous br- br- British uh, scientist, one of the most, they're most famous, who constantly agitates against religion and God and uh, uh, in, in idiots pretty much um, so people like the Dawkins Club people who who who, are, who, who, who like that when I say there's no God there's no divinity uh, in the world and everything is rational everything is nature everything is I mean which is I once mentioned him he had a book called The Unraveling of the Rainbow which is very briefly in, in his book he talks about in the old days they would see a rainbow Right, they'd see a rainbow, and they'd say, "Oh, this is a miracle from God." Right, and so, so now we know it's just nature. Right, this is his point. So the truth is, if you, the physics and all of nature, the, how everything works perfectly. Really, the more we learn in science, should be the more you see God, not the less you see God. But he's so warped that his seeing how equals mc squared should prove God. Right, the fact that everything recycles the world it shows that it can't be a haphazard world. Everything works perfectly, but to him, he gets the opposite message, right? It's not our conversation right now. Anyways, there are certain people who view the world as everything is naturally explained. Good. Um, and there are those, uh, they understand from all of God's messages in this world. They see God. Like, sometimes you can even see an angel. 
ויש שמסור לו שיער שם בעצמו פוס בעולם בלי אמצעי כלל, בליבו מסמלה אימה ופחה כמה מורה גדולות זה גילוי שכינה. And some people are, uh, 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 can see actually Hashem always. Ubiarnu Chazal, Shomalai Siyah Shemis Baruch Lissolis Alas Lamadrega Gavoa Shariah Shalavado, Lao Hayamis Urim Lakadusha Klal. They would never see God. They would be in the world of Richard Dawkins. They had to get, means for them to break out of seeing everything natural, you know, in that echo chamber of that chamber of everything is natural. Literally, it couldn't be a Malchut. You know, like today, if, if you would take some people in San Francisco or in the Silicon Valley, and you would show an angel, they'd say it's some kind of freak thing, it's so, it doesn't show anything about God, they would they would argue, it's not really, nothing really happened, it was just so, every 1,000 years and genetic force, some kind of theories, it wouldn't change their lives. Right? It, you mean, think about, think about some of the, the, the software engineers you meet in the, at work who are so agnostic. Like, what would it take for them to prove God? You know, what would it take, you know, what would it take for such a person? If it would just be a, a, a smaller miracle, it'd still explain it, I mean, explain it away. And we live in a world today, by the way, where there's, a, even today in America, there are many religious people. There are many people believe in God, and they still aren't affected by that, right? It's not like, in Egypt, it was all one way. It was all people like that. The newspapers, the media... The, the, the folks, they're all in that world of no divinity in that sense. So the only way to break out of that was God himself. And the Jewish people were affected by it. It means, if you hear God, and you, there's no way, there's no escaping it, that was what they had to hear. That's how they had to experience. right? Even the, even the professors somewhere in Stanford who think this snarky professor who thinks he knows everything would say, oh my God, goodness. Maybe even say, oh my God, right? It would have to be the Yad Hashemamish. That's how you crack the head of people who cannot hear it, because it wouldn't be enough to break them out of the shell of not seeing and uh, being connected to Hashem. Um, uh, uh, they have no ability to be holy. No ability to be holy. Of course, all of the sexual deviations and, and, and abuse, whether it's you know on a low level tattoos or you know uh, dyeing your head, dyeing your hair, or abusing your body, and it's all coming from lack of kedusha, right? It's all coming from lack of holiness in a human being. You know, care, spirituality, how we talk, vulgarity today. You know, a million things like that. No, if there's no God, it doesn't make a difference. Ultimately, how we what we do. So, Mitzrayim was much worse than anything you can see today. It was it was a whole ideology which which was not only a monopoly; it was it. Uh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't even. It would. The malach would be. You know, it's like it wouldn't be affected. Like, by the way, there's some people. You know, again, I'm not gonna. I don't want to overgeneralize. Like. You know, you know, Muslims can blow up their children, and they would still say Muslims are nice. <laughs> you know, there's nothing as a Muslim terrorist. I'm saying that's, that's, that's a little. I don't politicize that, but there's a reality. They live in this reality that you know, you could show a person a, a thousand studies, whether they exist or not. I'm not talking right now that homosexuality is a choice. They're not going to hear it. I don't care if I can show it empirically, but not going to hear it. They won't hear it. It ain't happening. You know, you can tell about a thousand people. That God created the world. It's not going to happen. They're going to. It's just. It's not going to go in. The only. So even a malach would be. Eh. 
it would be justified away. It would be not not explanatory at all. I mean, look at like, today. I mean, when I look at the Jewish people being in Israel today, you know, we're about to. Oh, that is for fifty years from now. Fifty years ago in June, it was the Six Day War. Look at the Six Day War. I mean, talk miracles. I mean, you read the newspapers in May, nineteen sixty-seven. I mean, they were they were preparing mass casualties. You know, a million things like that. How the state of Israel came into existence at the, at the one time in the twentieth century which possibly could have voted in. Right, a few years earlier, they were being murdered. A few years later, there was a Cold War. I mean, it was like literally a million, and then the Muslim countries all came to the UN. It would never happen. I mean, there's a million things. I mean, you could seek out everyone, but if you don't want to do it, you can go out and say, oh, it was just by chance. It was this person, it was this person, it was this person. Right, so the Mitzrayim was the worst at this. And the only way they could break out of this shell of no holiness, of no Kedusha, of no spirituality, it, a Malach would not have been sufficient. It had to be God. You know, to get divine presence, you need to have a vessel. You need to have something to collect it. And the truth is, they even need to be Mitzrayim to get to the port of Sinai. They had to have been ready to, to accept it, you know? You, they're ready to accept salvation. Mitzat Shani, right? When they did the when they did the Quran Pesach, it was the God of Egypt. It was a bit of Vodazara. So they had two things going for them coming, and they had had Yisurim, and they took they did an act taking the God, right? Taking the God of Egypt, which was right the Ram. You ever see all the Egyptian, all the, with Osiris? You ever see the pictures they ever had there? Their Ram was their God. They took it, they tied it to the bed for days, and they slaughtered it and put the blood on the doors. Right? You know, you think today, you know, with Muhammad, if you if you write, make a picture of him, you know what happens? You make a video of him? They go crazy. They go crazy. I mean, you know, in Christians, 500 years ago, were doing the same thing, by the way. Just today, they're, they're not really religious. Right? But if you would be the time, in the 11th century, in somewhere in France or Germany, you burnt a cross... You desecrated the host, quote unquote. I'm not talking about those anti-Semitic carnars. You really did it, right? They kill you. They would go berserk, right? You, you know, the Egyptians. You burned. You took their god. You slaughtered it. You put the blood on your door. They were gonna kill you, right? There's no bigger rebellion against this idolatry they had been sub- succumbed to than that. But they needed to do something to get this. It means even I mentioned the Balchuva, the kids, the guy from. You know, from Ramat Aviv, the ponytail, he still has to go to the, to the Brooklyn. And it has to be something to get it, to get there. It's not going to happen automatically. Right? But in the future, which is now, right, we need to start from above, from below, excuse me. It's the Uta de la Tata. How much more so we need to prepare? We need to make ourselves vessels. This spiritual light, the Uraganas, this future primal light which will go to all of the righteous, how are we going to get it? It's going to be uh, through our own preparation. And says of this, there's no, no night like Pesach to do this. Night of Pesach was where we got this through this upper spiritual thing, if we prepare ourselves on Pesach and throughout the year, that's how we'll get the altar in the future. So you come, 
all of Pesach is in the preparation, right? That's why you got to go to the mikvah on Monday. No, you got to prepare for Yom Tov. That's why you got to read the Haggadah. That's why the minug of Pesach is to read the Haggadah ready by Shabbos Haggadol after, after Mincha, right? There's so much about Pesach that comes to preparation, and the reason is, is because ultimately the way we're redeemed is by preparation. The more we make ourselves holy, the more we prepare ourselves, so that's how we'll be redeemed in the future. It means in the future, Mashiach will come through our, through our actions. It's not going to be, we already experience this. Uh, our future redemption comes from us. Pesach, therefore, is a holiday which has a lot of advanced preparation. The more we prepare ourselves, the more we'll get the or, the light of Pesach, and the more we'll have the light in the future when Mashiach comes. That's this piece of this. We had a question about that. Yeah, two questions. Yeah. One is uh, about Mitzrayim and Arsinai. He's saying that God, that in all over the world, right. That means now the emphasis also on Yitzhak Mitzrayim, not only on Arsinai. Secondly, uh, I hear sometime, long time ago, they say, Hashem come to Egypt, not for the Egyptian, but for the Jewish. Right. And this is positive. It, he not come to punish the well, Egyptian. Right. That's what you said, by the way. That's no. exactly what you're saying. Oh, the, 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 he did not come to punish. It come to redeem us, to come to I, us, yeah, I, well, to give us the ignition. Right, right. More. So just I'll start with the second he thing. Put enough emphasis on that. Oh, I'm reading the book, but what he, okay. what, yeah, but but at the end of the day, what you said is true. God could have taken us out with one maka. Right, you get one plague and, and, and taking us out. The mak the makas were for us, right? It was for us to learn Yerushalayim for all generations and to transform us. Likewise, I just mentioned that God Himself had to come to redeem us spiritually, to give us that kind of faith spiritually. As far as your first point, I discussed that last week, by the way. I haven't been there. Well, it's on, on tape. So it's, it's that that Yitzhia Sitzrayim applies to us. Actually, we discussed that, but both very valid points. Anything else? Okay, so on the, on the, on the nature of preparing, there's a couple of things from what we left last time. Again, the more one learns, the more one prepares, the Haggadahs, the Halachas, the more we'll get at Pesach. That's the whole point there. Um, so we mentioned last time, Enoch Afikomen, says the Machaber, Achar Afikomen, after you eat Afikomen, in Lechel Shumdavar. You shouldn't eat any other thing. Why is this? By the way, so you shouldn't take <coughs> Listerine before you go to sleep at night. Should, why? You should, you should feel the taste. You should feel the afikomen. Now, you want to know something. If you're spiritually sensitive, if you went to the Seder, you want to feel that afikomen. You want that, that tamata, you know, is, is a time of freedom. It's a time of, is, you, you, you don't want that taste to leave. Right, you, it's like you know. I, I once was with somebody like someone, someone you know, shook their hand. I'm never gonna wash his hand again. You know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so you know, someone you had to, it's such an unbelievable experience. You don't want it to leave. I'll be the avid, By the way, says the Mishnah If you eat after the afikomen, you forget, and you eat after the afikomen, you need to eat the afikomen again. Kazais matzah shmura. You need another kazais shmura matzah. The shame, afikomen. You gotta have another kazais shmura matzah 
l'shem afi kolim. Shum davar should not eat anything, any afi, anything after the kolim. Uliyan shdiya, could you drink after the afi kolim? Could you have a tea? Could you have a, a coffee? You're a little tired. It's a machlokes apayskim. Yesh lama lahachmir, yeshvi machmir. Not to have mashka hamashakar, any alcoholic beverage like, uh, you know, obviously can't have whiskey or something like that, or beer, but uh, some liquor, something like yeah. that. But well, there's, still, there's still the four cups. The I cup mean, is the, 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 the cup, yes, yeah, so the cup three still. and four, cup three and four you can so have. If you're thirsty, you can have larger cups. You can have the, you can have, if grape juice, whatever, wine, whatever you're drinking, exactly. But you can't drink it. You shouldn't have any drink proper, really, uh, besides, um, Besides for water after the besides the two cups um, of of wine, says the mechaber. After that, become in You should pour the third cup. and you with the third cup you make the bracha of birchas hamazon. Right, you barich and you macha bari and then you make a bari pergafin. like all the cups of wine. Alex, you're not going to be able to do that. So you're not yotzi like that. You gotta realize it's not a good haseba. For lo yivarach acherav, and don't make a bracha afterwards. For lo yishta yain bein lekoshevi, and don't so don't make an al gafen, and don't drink any other wine between the third and fourth cup. Mew, you can sip from the third cup a few times, right? And it's not considered um, a half sick fine. Mitzvah lachazim. There's a mitzvah on the nights. Uh, 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 of Pesach to have a zimun by your seder. To, get, to have a zimun by your seder. Why? Uh, why is that? The Mishnah says why is it so important to have a zimun when you make the, when, you, when you do the Haggadah? His Why is it so important? Uh, it's not why. It's no more important than the rest of the year to have a zimun. You know, a zimun is odad. Odad. What's a zimun? Three or more. Three or more. Right. You have you have two sons. You're good. You're set. Yeah. Right? We should be male. What? Male. Proven male. Proven male, yeah. Female will not do. No, no. To show the animal who have a halal yoyster Why Why do we need it? Why should we have a zimun? For halal. She mitzvah lahadal mahalal bashtosha. Really, the best way to do halal is to have three people. Kadeshu echad omer lishnaim hodu. Right? Really, uh, you know. The way you do, uh, people come to my house for the seder. They're like, oh, I didn't know you should do halal. Of course you do halal. You sing it. That's halal. And then the mechaber says you should have a zimun to do it. So you should have hodu. Actually, hodu vehem pasku vehem yano. They should answer. They should answer. In fact, the Ramah says vagaloshen omer hodu vaana vaacherem on machrav. So you have a shirch tibor. In my house, I'm the shirch tibor. I'm the bala seder. I'm, I, I say it. Ana Hashem hoishia na nevaz ana Hashem hoishia Right, v'agalu yachol liten lekaten reshus. The zimun lekaten yachol tzarf lezimun lein halal afal gavshlo achamay. You can get someone to join it. The um, nagu, and I'm going to go back to this in a second. And the Ramah says that the minig is the bal habayis. Who's going to bench? You have 20 people at your seder. The bal habayis. Usually, usually who do you have bench? Not the not the guy from the house. Why not? Because you want the guest to give you a bracha. You want the berachas areach. You want the guest to bless you. Bless you. But the night of Pesach, whoever is making the seder should lead benching. They should do the zim to do it. Why? Shnemar toiv ayin The one with a good eye, he should make the blessing. Who has a guy, good eye? 
the person invites guests, everyone who's hungry, come in. If you did that, you know, if you're a guest, there's nothing wrong with being a guest. But when you say that, say, if you're a guest, what do you mean? It's not your house. <laughs> Somebody else, anyone who's hungry, you know, I bet you're a guest somewhere. All are hungry, come on in. You know, it's not your house. You're going to get someone else's house. What do you mean? Who's the, who's the host of the night? He should be the one that's uh, on the night of Pesach. He's the one who's a toy vine. He should do it, even though on a normal night. But tonight, at Pesach, you had this person the schos. You know, the schos to have a Seder and to invite people. Nash poshit. Not so simple. Right? He's the one. He's a toy vine. So for that reason, you want to have a zimun. So everyone should do halal aloud. Let's say you call somebody in for the zimun, right? Uh, you know, you know, if he is not there for eating, so at least he should be there for the halal. And so if you have two people, get your neighbor to come for halal. Come, come, come for halal. You know, it's three thirty in the morning. Knock on the, on the window if you. Don't, don't do that if it's not your good neighbor. But uh, you should bring in a, a, a dritta, a third person, to do the halal with you on the night of Pesach. Um, you should have three adult males see halal out loud. Right? And if you only had one, you should do with him. Two people. If you don't have any guests, you should have your wife and kids do it with you. Who you you'll do it. And your kids say, That's what I do. My first night, I'm not joking. I don't. I'm not mocked to have a zimun. I focus my family. I gotta start bringing strangers into my house. Second night, I'm not strangers. My family, my friends, my my you know people from my neighbors. I'm happy to have them. But my first night, I gotta have my kids. It's like it's their it's their night. They get to shine. So who's gonna do halal with me? Chedva and Sima and Adina and Yosef Meir. So I don't know if they'll make it. You know, they're going to answer hello. My wife, right? You know, if I have guests, she can't even sing it, so she'll do it. So not, I mean, it's not, it's not a chiyuv. It's a good thing for the hollow. So if you don't have it, to the chavetz chaim, you should do it that way. Right, and the woman should say mahalo. They're also chayav, like the chayav are four cups. Uh, says the Chok Yaakov, you should say Hodu Benigun Ni'imas Kol, right? And if you're going to sing it, right? If it's Hodu, I'm going to say, then you can't have a woman sing with guests, right? If you're going to say, Ana, you know, you should sing Halal. You should sing Halal at the say that everyone should sing Halal. Well, says the Chok Yaakov, of course, you have Kol Isha. So if you're going to have guests, your wife shouldn't be singing the songs of Halal out loud because of Kol Isha. But if not, if you're a Seder, it's your family. Of course, the woman should sing, and everyone should sing halal. You know. By the way, I, for me, I'm going to be honest. The end of the seder is my highlight. When I'm, I'm singing halal. I'm like, like, I'm like, I'm like ready for to bring. You know, again, my own small level. I'm ready for Shemaim to open up. Um, I, and people, it's like some people they miss the boat. 